This free show is brought to you by Frankie T's Art. Now you can get themed art on t-shirts. That's right. Check out Frankie T's, T-E-E-S, on our Substack, Or just go to Frankie T's, T-E-E-S, dot printify dot me. This is Sarah Tasneem from Sarah Tasneem Advocacy, also found on SF Tasneem at Twitter and Sarah Tasneem Advocacy on Facebook. You're listening to The Frankie Files Show on Society. Trigger warning. Some people may find topics discussed in this episode difficult. Please proceed with caution. Welcome back to Frankie Files, Season 3. Episode 80, I'm Frankie Tees. And I want to let you know to keep an open mind during this season, the connection between cults and occult ritual, and the mind control secretly practiced in our U.S. government during the 50s, 60s, and 70s is going to be our topic. It's used to trauma and trigger the brain. It also produces silence in victims. A lot of New Age religions started figuring these things out. And I realized after starting this podcast that it was taking me in the direction of neuro-linguistic programming and other forms of magic that were used on me to get some life answers to that. I want to bring you with me on this journey in hopes that you too get some answers. In this episode, episode 80, we're going to start with a review of the Kathy O'Brien story and I'm not going to get all the way through the doc. It's called Trance, Mind Control, Human Slavery, and Healing the Nation. Producers Adrian Youngblood, A Thousand Pieces, The Observers, A Deep Rig, are other works. And just to be clear, this episode will cover, like I said, only a portion. We have about 40 minutes left to go. And there's so much material and so dense that I am going to plot painstakingly through it. I'm going to take this point for point because making copious notes and blogs, uh, I want to wire and map my own experience, hoping it helps others. I've never heard anyone so right about this topic ever. Collegiates are hanging out in the psych area, stuck in the same module that was used to torture us. That was one of my biggest revelations for 2022. The system is set up for us to fail. If we start speaking out, it's going to be curtailed. It's not about free thinking, okay? A broken mind is a handy thing. After all, we're easily led by the nose in a new direction or manipulated into bed, manipulated financially, manipulated and re-recruited to join another cult. So Frankie Files will be heading into deeper focus on the issues of adult children of cults. And they are a plenty. Those who are asphyxiated with their own voices in the cult recovery industry haven't a care for us, cult kids. Psychology is a ne'er-do-well in my book. Talking therapy helps a lot of people and prevents some behavior, but the drugging, not so much. Big psych isn't helping. We, the cult kids, deal with things that others cannot fathom or, if they have encountered these things at all, It was brief for those adults who chose to make or attend cults. They literally didn't have the brain changes a child would have in the formative years under heavy indoctrination. 
like many adult children of cults, our featured author was taken in by the cult at a young age. And Kathy finds out, as we will on this journey in 2024, how she was entered into the cult, how many generations her family has been in it, who runs it, and how it's funded. And then we'll find out how she got out. Before I start, please, a reminder that topics in this episode are sensitive and should not be exposed to children, much like the criminals we were exposed to. Kids aren't ready to hear these topics. Let's get into the review of the documentary. The family that Kathy O'Brien belonged to was involved in incest and child porn. When her father got caught selling pedo pigs in the mail, the father got recruited to do more. Enriched by a secret cult who recruited him instead of persecuting him for pedophilia, his daughter was sold to Project Monarch. Disappearing into a secret underworld cult, she was ushered from one owner to the next, serving them in many ways, including sexually. Like many cult kids, she had no life or peers, only handlers. But of course, they had unlimited funds because they were serving the U.S. government. Hiding secrets in her traumatized brain, and we're going to learn how. She lived through it because she was rescued by a man who unexpectedly discovered what was going on. Physically removing her from her owners, Mark Phillips quit his position with the CIA and somehow went into the Alaska tundra to try to help Kathy heal. They let him live. I'm astounded at that. Let's start with the first clip, the intro. The controlling of governments, controlling of populations, the blood traumas, this occultism, the raping of children, the harvesting of children, all this has been going on for so long. It was so hard to come running out of a hell that nobody believed existed. Kathy O'Brien is not unique. I wish she were, because if she were, it would mean that this problem went no further. In 1957, I was born into a multi-generational incest-based family. At that time, there's a criminal faction of our government that was interested in targeting children such as myself for mind control. My victimization rose proportionately until I was used on a White House Pentagon level during the Reagan-Bush administration. I was used as a sex slave and also delivered messages to and from these government leaders. While I was still really young and all that was happening, I. I do remember losing my free thought. I couldn't even think anymore to hope that there was some place where people were kind. My name is Kathy O'Brien, and I'm a survivor of MKUltra mind control. Specifically, the CIA's Project Monarch aspect, which is a multi-generational 
study that they were doing and use of multi-generational incest-based children. After three generations, behavior becomes autogenic, and that was part of the Hitler-Himmler research that was brought over in Project Paperclip by the Nazi and fascist scientists who are combining that information with the CIA back when I was born. My family had been sexually abused. My father was sexually abused. My mother was sexually abused. They'd both been ritually abused. Their parents had been, and of course, I was being sexually abused. Our brains autogenically respond to trauma the same way. And my brain was trying to protect me from the sexual abuse that I was enduring. It caused what is known as dissociative identity disorder, or formerly known as multiple personality disorder. This is now professionally defined, this disorder is, as the mind's sane defense to trauma too horrible to comprehend. I developed a compartment in my brain, a little area behind amnesic barriers that was actually the neuron pathway shutting down in my brain in order to compartmentalize the memory of the abuse so that the rest of my mind could function normally as though nothing had happened. They knew that that kind of compartmentalized brain response would be an ideal place to hide government secrets back then because I couldn't think to bring those to mind. And this is why they started grooming me from such an early age and then this child pornography of me through the u.s mails and he was caught pornography was confiscated by a criminal faction of our government a local politician approached my father and told him that he would receive immunity from prosecution if he would sell me into the cia's mk ultra project monarch first of all the children are treated as a workforce that's how they look at it it's human trafficking they're exploited in all manners, but to keep them quiet and controlled, they're using trauma-based mind control. What's much deeper is the purpose of the sexual abuse. Answers for me here. Due to the way that the brain responds to trauma, disassociative disorder, or previously known as multiple personality disorder, helps in this case. They knew that that kind of compartmentalized brain response would be an ideal place to hide government secrets. First, if you've been abused in cults or in your family, you may have spent a ton of time, like I did, saying, why, why, why? Some of my questions were, why do these pedophiles hunt virgins? What is the targeting and grooming of virgins about? In Kathy's case, She's being treated and enslaved by those with ultimate money and power and resources. She's actually sold to the program called Project Monarch, which clearly had sanctions from above to carry out the experiments. Keeping classified documents secure would be done in little people's brains, she claims. There's the motive. When the brain is traumatized, it becomes suggestible. And we, the human, check the F out while we're checked out in our various states. In her case, they filled her head with info, which she was to repeat back and verify to someone else. After all of that, they figured out how to re-traumatize someone with something gruesome enough to seal the brain up. Reopening to get the secrets was with hypnotic keywords, tones, or other rituals. Incredible, right? It's a system. So if you've heard of menticide, it's about hollowing someone out with belittlement. 
I kept asking through this doc, what is a blood ritual? Because I literally didn't have any of that in my memory. But then I realized my master when I was conscious, because there was much unconscious time. That's what I don't know about. But then I realized my master would, when I was conscious, show me these gruesome films that were sexually exploitive. And one was subtitled Japanese films that was gay porn, soft porn, you know, foreign film, as they say. And they're cutting themselves to heighten the experience. What 14-year-old needs that? Just curious. Now, I question if it was to induce a mild trauma because I was super shocked. Here is someone who's a virgin, not promiscuous kissing or anything, being indoctrinated with cutting and perversions like this. Strikes a chord. Listeners, if you had this type of thing, let me know. It brings to mind the Jehovah's Witness incessant talk of blood guilt, too. Not allowing any blood transfers, all of that. So blood, yeah. They use it in this way, in her case, very abusive cutting of animals and rituals. She reveals later that there's a criminal faction who are also addicted to blood of someone that has adrenaline in it, excessive adrenaline. They get it by scaring or torturing people. Then they extract the blood and they take it in. This is the underbelly of human trafficking that people don't want to talk about. Well, here we are talking about it. If you're a trafficking victim, survivor, and you want to talk about it, and there will be an echo because society doesn't really understand these things are going on. Now, of course, if you want to tell me or share your thoughts, we're on Substack, frankietees.substack.com and at Frankie Files Podcast on YouTube. Let's listen to the next clip. Project Monarch utilized a combination of psychology, cognitive neuroscience, trauma, and occult rituals to create within the victims one or more altered personas that could be then triggered and programmed by the handlers. They subjected me to an occult blood ritual that was referred to as the right to remain silent. Do it afterwards, a hypnotic language, the neuro-linguistic programming that actually changed the way that my brain was functioning. They changed that so that they decided when, where, and how that particular compartment of my brain would be opened and accessed. And they replaced the triggering mechanism with hypnotic codes, keys, and triggers, hand signals. There's also phone tones that can also open those neuron pathways and give access to the compartmentalized memory as well. Okay, so in the doc, they say psychology, cognitive neuroscience, trauma, and occult rituals were used to create one or more altered personas that could be triggered and programmed by the handlers. And that's why I was like, stop, stop the movie, stop the documentary. I think of these times where I'm surrounded by 200 people and everyone screaming at me. I involuntarily would have a produced reaction that the master wanted and they're creating idea of creating personas that you can program oh boy i really think cults do this she says the right to remain silent ritual shuts up the brain due to trauma and shock triggers tones and hand signals open the neuropathways giving them access to compartmentalized neuropathways oh man the connection for those of you who are skeptical and don't yet get the connection to cults 
it's like some of you are going to be saying, oh, I don't want to hear about the government. Well, you're really hearing about mind control that is practiced in cults, just happen to be used in our government. Example, Rajneesh, the leader of the cult, which migrated from India to Oregon, uh, he was a guru. He took over a small town. You might have seen the documentary Wild Wild Country on Netflix. If he had studied hypnosis, he did before age 12, and he successfully used it to manipulate his parents. What larger technique did he use to create that small village that disturbed the entire area? The brain is an operating system which world leaders have been trying to study and crack for decades. How long? What's their goal? Well, that's as far as I got in the documentary. Let me tease you with this excerpt from the book I recommend you get ASAP, Transformation of America, The True Life Story of CIA Mind Control Slave by Kathy O'Brien and Mark Phillips. It's a quote from Mark Phillips. He starts with this important life accident that happens to him very young. The grisly scene of this tragedy was not my nightmare. It did not play over and over again in my mind, for I had disassociated from it. I had voluntarily and autogenetically created a memory barrier of this trauma. This is a normal human response. Had I been tortured after the trauma, I would not have been able to voluntarily recall either the accident or the torture. Hence the basis of this book. And these are things that have nagged at me since 1987 in varying levels. And I know you might have experienced some amnesia too. Well, why? And why do we start remembering after age 30? We're going to get in to all of that and it is pretty exciting to at least understand there's someone on the planet that does get it and it, so it's basically about trauma that's why I love Dr. Gabor Mate as well studying this is understanding ourselves and what we can do well there's a lot in this documentary check out trans-formation.com for all the details on Kathy O'Brien and now deceased partner Mark Phillips, who helped her create this material for us. Thanks for listening to Frankie Files podcast. And always keep critical thinking. You're listening to the Frankie Files. FrankieFilesPodcast.com This free show is brought to you by Frankie T's Art. Now you can get themed art on t-shirts. That's right. Check out Frankie Tees, T-E-E-S, on our Substack, Or just go to FrankieTees, T-E-E-S, dot printify, dot me. If you're feeling down and no one's there to actually talk to, there is someone to talk to. Call the Suicide Prevention Hotline anytime. This will pass. Please know that many of us have survived these thoughts. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 anytime, day or night. There's a friendly person there that can remind you to value the life you have and that this too shall pass. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255 or search online National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You're listening to The Frankie Files. 
FrankieFilesPodcast.com.